Welcome to the Crimson Circle Connection Center here in Louisville, Colorado. We have an incredible, wonderful live audience here to celebrate the holidays with us at this very special meeting time. We have Jeffrey Hoppe, very focused on allowing Adamus to come through for us. I don't know what Adamus will think about his socks, though. I'll be curious to get an update on that. Could we get a picture of Jeff's socks? Thank you. Uh -huh. I'll start. I'll, I'll be with you in a minute. I gotta take care of some stuff here. Socks. They're just, they're just cool green vest. Cool green vest. Whoa. And my underwear. Oh, no. <laughs> really? No, Go ahead. No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, okay. Do you now, have underwear? Adamus is leaving. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he does not have such a good sense of humor all the time, unless it's his. Unless it's his. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, I'm sort of sorry for that distraction, but not too sorry. <laughs> so, again, thank you for being here. This is the December Shoud. We're ready for some Adamus. We're also in that celebratory holiday mood, that mood of sparkle, glimmer, and kindness, and sharing. So with that, I thank everyone here and everyone listening in from all over the world, and we know it is literally all over the world. We can feel you, and we thank you. And on that, at that moment, I would like each of us, wherever we are, to take the good deep breath to breathe in the beauty of this moment, of this celebration. Take the good deep breath and really allow yourself to feel. Take the good deep breath as we allow ourselves to truly open to this experience, to really be the I exist. I am here. Take that good deep breath as we move with Adamus. Keep breathing. Keep breathing. Stay with the breath. I am that I am, Adamus of Sovereign Domain. Ah, before we go any further, let's take a good deep breath into the energies of the day as I have a sip of human coffee. A good deep breath into the energies of today. Ah. Oh, dear Edith, I see you've changed your chair. Kind of. One back. Uh, are they still reserving this one for you? No, they're not, unfortunately. Do you want to give it back? No. <laughs> no, 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 no. But thank you for, for moving a few feet uh, in one way or the other. So, my dear friends, such a delight to be here with you, to look at you through human eyes. Uh, I'm using Calder's eyes right now. Uh, I got him to get new eyes so you'd look even better than normal. Oh, what a delight to, to perceive you through this human vision. And I just got to tell you, you look really funny. I mean, <laughs> no, you really do. I mean, 
I, I've known all of you for a long, long time, and even those of you watching in online, I can see the other way through the camera, and you look kind of funny. I mean, this isn't your natural state, as you know. In this human body crash, th this isn't you. Where'd you get that body from? Sears. Sears. <laughs> Sears. And Calder is telling me, no wonder they're going out of business. <laughs> no, I mean, it all, I'm not trying to be rude, but it's not your body. It's your mom and dad's, and their mom and dad's, and everybody else's. So I look at you, and, and I got to laugh because you're, you're so tied into the body still. I mean, we're, we're getting through it. Uh, and your identity and, and everything else. But this ain't you. That's all I can say. It's really not. We made a lot of progress. To oh, hang on. We have to interrupt everything. There is a gift coming my way. Oh, thank you. Oh, look at with a violet flame rainbow. And can I can I open it now? Oh, good. Would you assist me with this? Uh, more fun to watch you struggle. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's more fun to watch you struggle with it. What such a lovely thought. Now, uh, this brings up a point. You're going to be getting gifts in your life, all of you. Uh, not just like this, but you're going to be getting gifts. Maybe not wrapped this beautifully, but when you get that gift, no matter what it is, somebody gives you a bunch of money, somebody wills you something. Not, not your family, because they don't have any money, but somebody else wills you something. <laughs> Receive it. Don't do the humble thing. Don't do the, oh, I really couldn't. Receive it. Take it in. Uh, it, that's for you, if you want to wear that. Take it in and allow it, because it's just going to be a way of life. Just things coming to you. Yes, yes. Um, I'm having channel confusion right now because I'm trying to get Kaldra to channel me for all of you, but he's not really channeling. He's singing, Baby, It's Cold Outside. <laughs> so this is really difficult. I may have to call in Kathumi for a little help here. And what do we have? We have a beautiful 3D nightlight. Let's see. Let's see what's in here. So when you receive a oh wow for oh that's would you mind assembling it that's that's kind of pretty when you receive these gifts uh, in your life just allow them accept them don't do the humble thing don't do the I don't deserve it ask got anything else <laughs> it's a peacock it's you oh. Why would anybody call me a peacock? <laughs> That's that is very beautiful. Um, I'll turn that over to you while I continue. Oh, look at that, Linda with the headband and the peacock and how fitting. <laughs> the things are just going to come to you uh, and allow them. Just accept it and, and don't even feel like you have to do anything in return. You know, there's still that kind of the human condition. Somebody gave me something I need to give back. You don't. You don't. You get a hug later, but that's just because. Uh, this is going to be a way of life and things just coming to you. So it was a very appropriate way to, to start the day. But as I was saying, you know, we just don't have this at the Ascended Masters Club. 
And you'd think being an ascended master, you'd have everything, it would all taste great, but it's not as um, complex <laughs> as it is here in this reality. And complex in a very limited way, if you could imagine that. That's kind of like human reality. It's very complex, and yet in a little tiny box. Uh, and, and once in a while, that's fun. You know, to sip the coffee, to feel the buzz, to feel uh, Calder getting the buzz in his body, and then he gets really chatty, and then he channels too fast, and poor Vili in the back can hardly keep up with it. Those are some of the great things about being human. Uh, but the really great thing is when you are human and a master, when you can enjoy a cup of coffee, when you can see through human eyes, and only, only human eyes, uh, and you, you look at people's faces, you look in their eyes, and, uh, and then you watch them go through emotions and feelings, and that's fine, that's beautiful. But what's really amazing is when it's the and, when I can look at you and also see into your past lives, see into your kind of future, if you, you know, if you would, to see all that you are. That's the amazing thing, is to have this human experience, which is difficult sometimes when you think it's the only thing, but when you have the and, and when you can, when you can really perceive things for the way they truly are. That's what we're going to talk about today. The Ascended Masters Club is um, not really a, a place. Uh, it's a gift from me, oh. Andy. Yeah. yeah. Now, there might be something really valuable in it. <laughs> Very thoughtful. The Ascended Masters Club is not really a place and doesn't exist in any time or space. So, therefore, science would say it doesn't exist. But actually, it does. I mean, it's very real. It just doesn't exist in time or space. It is, um, it is a reality that cannot be perceived with the eyes or the ears, but yet it's there. The Ascended Masters Club, we have well over 9,000. Actually, this week we're going to top 9,800 Ascended Masters. Yeah, uh, and nobody from this group, of course. Uh, well, no, because you don't necessarily want to be there. You want to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it wasn't, in, it wasn't uh, rude when I said that. No, it's because you're staying here. We'll top 9,800, and yet every Ascended Master has come by way of Earth. They've all been in the human body, which is an unnatural state. They understand that reality, 70% of reality, is perceived through the eyes, through the eyes, and a little bit through the ears, and then the other human senses. So they have that background. So we're able to then take this nothingness, because the Ascended Masters Club does not exist in time and space, so therefore it doesn't exist, but yet it's there. We're able, because we've all been by way of Earth and have used the human senses, we're able to reimagine those. We don't have bodies. We don't, uh, we don't eat food like you would do here and then have to digest it. And, but yet, we've all had the human experience so we can reimagine it and therefore live it. And even though there's over 9,800 Ascended Masters, each with their own perspective 
of the Ascended Masters Club. They all have their own perspective of the club. We have a common agreement with us uh, that there is this Ascended Masters Club. And of course, the president is me. Uh, me. That's my, my, my perception of reality. I'm not sure it's theirs, but at least it's. <laughs> How did you become president? And if it's my perception of reality, therefore it is. And maybe Kathumi's reality is totally different, but in my reality, I'm, I'm the head. So we've got this place that really doesn't exist, but yet it's there. You've got a place where we can recreate so many of the things we loved about Earth. Number one on the list, in our common agreement uh, with the Ascended Masters, number one is nature. So there's nature all around. Uh, it's beautiful. But my version of nature might be different than Tobias's version of nature. But yet we're all seeing nature. And we love having long talks about the beauty of nature at the club, uh, because each perspective is a little different, and none is right, and none is wrong. So we'll have fine meals. And uh, the, the head chef will put out a menu on it and explaining what's uh, on the, the dinner for the night. So that's kind of our agreement. Let's have a common dinner by agreeing to the same menu. But every Ascended Master will taste it different, will see it different, will perceive it different. And actually, <clears throat> we have no sense of sight whatsoever, nor of sound, none whatsoever. Because there's no time and space. And in order to have the attributes of sight or hearing or any of the human senses, you have to have time and space. So you can imagine we're a bunch of 9,800 and some ascended masters, and we can't see, we can't hear, we can't feel, we can't <laughs> smell, none of the above. And you begin to wonder well, then is it real? Does it exist? And, and what is it if you, if you can't see it? How, how are you perceiving it? How do you have kind of a common agreement? How, isn't this just a big nothing? And the fact is, no, it's everything. It's everything. Because we don't need eyes to see. We, we've had them before. And they're nice for a little while, but your eyes get tired, and then they eventually they get old, and eventually they don't work at all. Um, and then you're really lost because you've depended on those eyes so much, and then you feel like a victim, and your eyes don't work. Uh, yeah. But uh, the bottom line is that you don't need them. You don't need them. And the fact is that uh, as an ascended master, you can actually perceive better without these human senses than you can with them. So you think when I come here, for instance, that I can hear your music, or I can hear you when you're on the microphone. I cannot. I cannot. I can tune in through Caldra, who still has ears and, uh, <laughs> and uh, new eyes. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but I cannot see you. So when you are standing up, Edith, and uh, telling me how much you love me, I can't hear you either. And then you say, but how is this possible? Well, I can tune in through Caldra, and it's kind of fun, uh, using his eyes and ears and 
everything else about them. But even then, it's rather limited, so I kind of do it and I kind of don't. I can see you, Merritt, right now through Caldra's eyes, but I can see so much more of you through my own sense. So when I come in here to visit with all of you, when I'm looking at you through the camera under your computer screen at home, yeah, I'm looking right at you right now, right at you. I don't have eyes, and I don't see. And it's a little difficult for the human to understand that, because they say, well, then how do you – what do you do? Well, we, I, perceive energy. That's it. No, not colors and not light, because there is no color or light in energy. There is no color or light. So let's get over the fact that you're going to see shimmering lights when you come to the other side. Not really. You have to have human eyes to do that. You might have some experiences on the other, in the other realms with that type of thing – golden lights and uh, violet flames and all the rest of that – but you're really just associating with what your human mind knew back on Earth. And then you kind of get over that and you realize you don't see any shimmering lights, you don't hear any beautiful uh, angelic choirs or anything like that, and for a, a, for a moment there's nothing. You go over to the other side, whether you're still in your physical body or not, but you go over to the other side, and after you get through kind of the initial illusions, nothing. That's a little scary at first. And we do have um, Ascended Masters stationed uh, you know, around for when that happens to you, because you're going to freak out. Uh, you're going you're gonna, to – there's nothing. They lied to us. There's nothing here. I thought this I thought there was a, an ascended masters club but there's nothing there's no sound there's no light I can't even cry <laughs> There's nothing And then we're waiting patiently right right next to you but you can't see us and you can't hear us and we're waiting patiently for you to get through your human dramas screaming and crying and, and I know what you're saying. I'm in the crystal prison, the one that Adamas ended up in. Now I'm here. And I'm kind of laughing, kind of. Because then all of a sudden, something happens. The switch goes off. And you realize you're not dependent on the human senses anymore. You don't even have to see shimmering colors and waves of energy because energy doesn't have colors. And in, in a way, doesn't even have waves. And suddenly you realize, but I am so freaking aware. How could there be nothing? And I am so aware. You notice I Calder wouldn't say a bad word here because it's a holiday shout and because Edith would be offended. Suddenly I am so aware. Aware. Was he going to use the F word? No, not today. Oh. I would, but he's chicken. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly you realize you're so aware, and in that awareness, you kind of start doing a, a survey of yourself. And you don't have a body anymore. You got nothing. I mean, nothing. But you're doing a survey of yourself, an assessment. You're doing a survey okay, where are my emotions? Is this good? Is this bad? Damn it, I don't have any emotions. I have no biases. And then you 
you try to find something to associate all that with, because humans are really good at this thing called qualia, associating. Anytime something new comes in your life, you try to associate, well, that's like this thing that happened. Um, but there's no qualia, there's no association. But yet you're saying to yourself, because I know I went through this recently with somebody who crossed over, you're saying to yourself, I am so aware, like hyper-aware, in a way I've never been with such clarity, hyper-aware of everything. But there's no emotion, there's no sight or sound, there's no force or pressure, can't see anything, can't hear anything. What is this? What am I aware of? And then, then you remember the teachings of the great Master who said, I exist. I exist. That, that was me, the Master. <laughs> that was time for applause. Uh, <clears throat> I have to tell the production team, truly, seriously, we need applause signs and laughter and clap, because Sometimes I'm so far ahead that they just don't, you know, but if we put it on the screen, you know, applause, forget it, it's a bad idea. So, so where was I? Oh, the first thing is, I exist. That's what I'm aware of. I exist. I've got no body, I, got, I have no identity, but yet somehow I exist. And you get through that kind of making love to yourself whole thing, oh, I exist, I am with me, and that's all that counts. And, I, and then the next, thing, the next thing that happens is you realize, I'm aware of something. I'm aware of, you try to open your eyes, but you don't have any. It's really kind of fun to watch all this. I, I wish we could do videos on our side. Uh, and even a human reproduction would not be so good, but you're suddenly realizing there's something, and you're trying to open your eyes, but you don't have any, because you don't have a body, you see. And you're trying to hear, but you're so aware, and so much more than now, even right now, and suddenly you realize it's energy. I am simply I, I'm aware of myself, I exist. And now I'm aware of energy in its purest state, and it's neutral. It's not, it's not moving. There's no zappy lights to it. There's no pressure from it. I don't feel a physical thing, but yet I'm aware of it. How is that? How, how is that, you think? Now, once you become aware, you go through this kind of like eye-opening – pun intended, because you don't have any eyes – once you go through this uh, awakening to the fact that I am aware of energy, and for some reason it doesn't feel like it's outside, not out there. I'm aware of energy. And it's like so familiar. It's like it's is it me? And you kind of kind of go through this thing. I, I, literally, I went through this last week. I'm just telling uh, a story of an ascended master who I met. And uh, suddenly, you go through this thing. And I'm rolling my eyeballs. I don't have any eyeballs, but you know, kind of simulating because I used to. Suddenly, I'm rolling my eyeballs, and you go through. Everything is one. 
Everything is one. I'm one. We're all one. What? Let me finish my story. (laughs) You go, the universe is one. We are one with God. All things are one. And I'm standing there going, oh, I'm not really standing because I don't have a body, but you know, I'm, I'm there going, oh, 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 let's get through this part. This is my least favorite part that we have to go through. Let's get through this. We are all one. So I kind of I go back to the Ascended Masters Club and I imagine up a little cup of coffee, nothing like what you have here. Then I come back. Usually takes about five or six days. You go through that. It's all one. And, and, and there's a lot of people get caught up here, you know. They, they just don't want to let go of that. And then, after you kind of bliss out on that for a little bit, then you suddenly go, I'm one. And this is all me. I'm one. Screw everybody else. I'm <laughs> I was going to say a really bad word, but <laughs> I'm one. I was just perceiving my own oneness. I am that I am. I'm like, how long did I try to tell you that? You're still not hearing me, so you say, I, I am that I am. This is all me. I am the oneness. All of this energy, which is just sitting here, uh, ready to go to work for me, however I choose, the universe, the, the whole universe is just me. And then your, your human um, ways get in the way there, and you go, oh, but I shouldn't think like that. And I'm going, no, that is the way to think, because the whole universe is you. You're like, I am one with God, one with God, but maybe God is me. Oh, I can't think like that. You know, I might go to hell. You're not going to go to hell. You're on your way to the Ascended Masters Club. <laughs> it's ten meters away. You can almost see the sign if you had eyes. No, you're not going to go to hell. You can get over that. So, so you, finally, you finally go, well, maybe. Nobody's looking because there's nothing here. Maybe I can – okay, for a moment. And I am the oneness, and that's the God. And then, boom, you suddenly, suddenly give up all the lingering macchio you might have had, and suddenly you realize, Oh, this is what I was supposed to be learning on Earth in the Crimson Circle, and I, now I got to die and come over here to find out. And Adamus, if, are you there? I'm like, yes, I'm right here. Adamus, are you there? Stop trying to look through your eyes. You don't have any eyes. Adamus, can you hear me? Hear me? Stop yelling. I have a headache. I got a hangover from last night. Adamus. Yes. Adamus, if you hear me, go back to Earth at the next shout and tell everybody at the, the shout, I exist. I am that I am. I am one and I am God. I'm like, yeah, okay, I will, but I've been telling him that for years now. So, but yeah, I'll repeat the, the thing for him. And they're like, this is a revelation, a, a true revelation. And when all that settles down, and they finally realize that they are just perceiving energies right now. They're not using the mind. They're not in memory. They're not using human senses. They suddenly get back to the innate, angelic, if you want to call it, sense of energy. 
the ability to be aware of energy. That's where they are at this point. Now, suddenly, they realize that I'm right there. Even though I have no body, I have no energy, I have nothing. I am simply consciousness. I'm a soul being. And suddenly they're like, Adamus, that's you. It's like, yeah, 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 it's me. It's, yeah. Adamus, you should have this story, this thing I just went through. It's like, I was here the whole time, but you didn't sense me. You were still caught up in so many of the human ways of limitation, but I was here. And then I say to them, you know, it's getting late even there, though there's no time and space. Let's just go off to the Ascended Masters Club. And I walk slightly ahead of them, open the door, and there's 9,800 Ascended Masters cheering their arrival at the Ascended Masters. Kind of a cute story. Yeah, and a little dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to throw that in. So the moral of the story is, I love being here with you, but I got no eyes, I got no ears. I do not perceive you. Uh, or anything around here through the human senses. It's all energy. All energy. So now, energetically, especially having been on the planet, lived in human form, I can, and using um, Calder's senses, I can connect the dots and I can kind of see what you look like, although I'd really prefer not to see what you look like. No, because your, your true energy surroundings are so much better than what is just perceived with the human eyes. So today we're going to get into the sense of energy, the ability to be aware of energy and nothing like you do with your eyes or your ears or anything else, because that's not energy. You are perceiving nothing but an illusion. That's it. An illusion that you call reality, but it's actually not true. It is not false either, but it is not true. So before we go any further, uh, I think it's time to shift gears for a moment, let you kind of energetically digest what I've just been talking about. I think it's time for Linda to get the microphone. Oh boy. Oh boy. And I think it's time for Chambra Wisdom. Okay, okay, Linda on the microphone. I got it. Ah, okay, here we go. Chamber wisdom. Okay. Uh, first question. I've got two questions today. Uh, first question. Some people have it and some people don't. Let's get these lights up here. I want to see the look of fear on everybody's face, <laughs> especially after all that, that dark, no lights. and, and Oh, uh, sorry about that. Vince is just about to pass out back there from light assault. Maybe we could turn it down just a little bit, because uh, – but okay. Question is uh, – up a little bit. Do you want everybody online to see? Let, let's. Oh, that's oh, good. Oh, look yeah. how handsome you look. Yeah, well, and let, look, let's put their look. faces on up here so they can really see. You can see how you look, you know. I mean, because I gotta, I gotta see you. So maybe you should see yourself. Can we do that? Put them up on the screen. 
Oh, yes, yes. No, this is all part of today's uh, beauty, uh, beautiful experience. Is like things are not what you see. So that's really not you. Aren't you glad? <laughs> well, we'll get into that later. Some people have it and some people don't. Some people are born with a silver spoon in their mouth and some people are born with uh, a lump of coal. Use a Christmas analogy. Some. <laughs> Okay, we got the butterfly section back here. I mean, uh, okay. <laughs> some people have it in some. <laughs> some people have it and some people don't. Why is that? Why is that? Uh, is it, well, I'm not going to give you the answer. Some people just cruise through life and it's all there for them. Some people. Uh, bump through life. Some people uh, suffer or crawl on their hands and knees through life. What is it? What are the factors? Dear Linda, on the microphone, number one. I'm going to go straight to a Some have it, some don't. Why? Okay. And, and this isn't necessarily your opinion. Let, let's, this is mass consciousness uh, opinion. Why, why does mass consciousness think that some people have it and some don't? It would be really special if you held that microphone up to your mouth. Yeah. Oh. Uh, the other one. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be a tough day. Uh, yes. Uh, let, me, let me reverse that a little bit then. Do you have it or not? Sometimes. Sometimes. On a scale of 1 to 10, do you have it? I mean, there in your life, is it just you got that? Uh, that golden spoon or not? Quite often. Quite often. On a scale of one to ten, what would you give yourself? Nine. Nine. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Okay. Uh, now, with other people, mass consciousness, what is their justification? Some have it and some don't. You can't have only the good stuff. You you have all the stuff. So. Okay. All right. So you have to you have to have some of the bad stuff. Why do some people have more bad stuff in their life? Because they are running away from them. Okay. Okay. We'll we'll accept that. No wrong answers here, uh, but there's only one right answer, <laughs> as always. Thank you. Thank you. Some have it and some don't. Why? How? How, how does this work out? In mass consciousness perception, you're wiser than that. <laughs> Lovely outfit today, as always. Thank you. Yes. Well, mass you, should, you should maybe do classes in, uh, in dressing in different periods, different uh, styles. And, yeah, yeah. I would love yeah, to. Yeah, and, and for men, for chambre men. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> I need it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, why mass consciousness perception? Some have it, some don't. Why? Greed, ego. Greed, ego. Okay, okay. Do you have it or not? I am the and, so I'm the master and the human. Right, uh, but you didn't and answer my question. You sound like a politician. <laughs> you, <laughs> I, I'm I'm on my game today, so you know. Do you have it or not in your life? Yes. On a scale of one to ten, how much? Don't mock you me. I saw what you were going to say, and you, and then you're so funny. Uh, I saw what you were going to say, and then I felt into what you felt, and and you were conflicted for a moment there. Where are you at? 
And it doesn't matter because we're going to change it anyway. Where are you at? Seven. Okay. Pushing seven. Pushing seven. Ah, oh, let's just, you're at about a five and struggling to get to 5.2. And you're working too hard at it. I'll tell you that right away. That's, that's the core of the problem. You're just working at it too hard. You're thinking about it, you're working at it. And what do you think the biggest influence and why you don't have uh, a seven, eight, or nine? What do you think the biggest influence that's still sticking on you? Me, I'm uh, like stuck in mire, my own. Oh, yeah, it's not really your own stuckness. Where, where's it coming from? You know. What comes to mind is ancestry, but that's it's like, it. I already what did comes to that. mind. No, don't even say it comes from mind. It's just I went through that course. I went through that. Yeah, that but your ancestors were really some uh, real witches. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Your oh. ancestors, they hang on. They don't want you to go. Uh, yeah, there's not. As I'm feeling into the energy, there's not a lot of others who are going to carry on this uh, family That's tradition. That's true. Well, I was to carry on the tradition. Yeah, yeah. So you got a big burden on your shoulders. So you got a lot of ancestry stuff. And yeah, you took the course and all the rest of that. But uh, do it again and, and tell them what are you, where are you going to tell your ancestors to go? The first word I comes up, I, don't, I can't repeat here, especially sure next to Edith. <laughs> no, 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 no. Edith is a change person now. And once you move that chair, she's okay with bad words. So uh, what are you going to tell them? Don't hold back, uh, for Christ's sake. Uh, yeah, I know it's your F birthday. F off. <laughs> yeah, I know it's his birthday. That's why I apologized to him first. It's like, for Christ's sakes. Uh, <laughs> but let's stop. There's, let's I stop playing games. Let, let's just tell them to fuck off. No, the ancestors really, because they're not. You tried being nice and negotiating. Well, I got to leave you now because you know I'm releasing ancestral. I'm releasing ancestral karma and all. Uh, you know, they just laugh and they grab on even tighter. Just say no. Uh, yeah. There's something interesting I feel inside going on, and that is. There's um, a little panache to knowing that they want me to carry on as I, ooh, this is very cool. But the oh, other, sure. the gonna, and yeah, yeah, they're going to the tell you you're queen side. of the family and they've been waiting for you for eternity and you come from some other planet to So save there's them. something sexy about that. Yeah, seductive, not sexy. I'll show you sexy, but seductive. Ooh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and poor Caldra, he's like, Oh, it's like my dad taught. Oh, Sorry, okay, this is so confusing. But so uh, there's something very seductive about it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, great. there is. So I want to acknowledge that there is a seduction because yes. this is really large. Really large. And, and you're back in you're time. not you're not totally willing to let go yet. There no. is that. Yeah, that's why I said it. <laughs> uh, no, you're not. And so you're conflicted. Yes. And you're you're. You, you would like to say you were, in terms of you got it, and life is just flowing, graceful. You're going to say about maybe a seven, maybe an eight. No, 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 no. Let's, let's just be clear here. You could easily be a ten, but tell them, uh, tell them you're not part of the family line anymore. Tell them you're going to go into the past and take a big axe and boom, 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 cut the connection, and you're not going to be in their future. That feels right. Yeah, Thank you. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll put that on a loop. Yeah, yeah. Good. Thank you. Thank Couple you. Couple more. Couple more. Some have it, so some don't. What's uh, what's the deal? 
Is it, is it your education? You're smart. You're very smart. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. No, you're, you're smart. Was it your education that uh, has gotten you where you're, you're at? Yes, it did, actually. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, yeah. in this human life. Right, right. So is it education that has some people, they've got it and some don't? And belief systems. And, of course, where you come from. Where you come from. Uh, like your country? Uh, yeah, that, that too. Yeah. But your family? Why did, even you, leave, why did you leave your country? Oh, that was a setup. Yeah, yeah. It was a big setup. It was a huge setup. Yeah, yeah, huge. You knew something like <laughs> this was knew, coming. Yeah. But you left your country. Why? Well, I came to New Atlantis, right? To, uh, to, meet, to sure. meet Chambra. To sure. Me. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, because it was holding you back. You know, yeah, you. It was. Without knowing it, you're a good energy detector. Uh, you're very perceptive about energy, but your, your mind, which you know, your smart mind gets in the way all the time and then blocks yes. it. But no, you, you just intuitively knew you had to leave there because it wasn't going to allow the level of grace that you wanted in your life. Uh, quite simply, grace yeah. and beauty. Yeah, yeah, and not that you couldn't have stayed there and done this, but it's just tougher. It's just tougher. Good. Where are you in this grace? And you know, you just got it in your life. Scale of one to ten. I'd say seven. Seven. I'd agree with that. Yeah. You want to go to eight? Absolutely, ten. Ten. Okay. Wow. Jeez, greedy humans. No, 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 no. no. That's a joke. Yes, ten. Yes, absolutely, ten. absolutely. <laughs> okay. One more. One more. Some have it and some don't. What's what? What's that all about? Uh, with Vince, uh, it must be good looks, right? That too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And smart. Well, you're a good-looking guy. Yeah. In your younger days, I heard you were quite the. Uh, <coughs> Susie's been telling stories again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the old blame it on Susie. <laughs> so, uh, what 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 makes it? Uh, some people have it, some don't. What what's what's the reason? I think it's a personal decision. Personal decision. To, to do it. Now, I'm, I'm talking about mass consciousness. You really think that they even think that they have a choice? No, I don't even think they're aware to, Thank you. to answer you. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But it, you know, if, you took, uh, if you took a poll out on the streets and talked to the uh, average person on the street and said, why do some have it and some don't, what would the answer – generally, what would the answers be? Um, I don't know what their answer would be. Mine would be that. Did I hear that? Did I hear a faint echo of energy that said, "I don't know"? But but I'll I'll pass. This is this is Hanukkah, so we're letting it go. To do with it or other guilt. Yeah. And um, and an inability is a word that I would choose. Okay. To accept responsibility. Well, they they would say this. Or is this your perception? They say somebody did me in. Right there you go. Thank you. Okay, uh, there you go. Thank you so much. Uh, where are you on this uh, grace in your life? Six and a half. Six and a half. Well, that's a pretty fair assessment. Yeah. Uh, it, it used to be higher. What happened? Life. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Okay. Good. Thank you so much for the answer. I bring this up. It's an important point. 
that uh, there, there's this thing on the planet Earth, some have it, some, some don't. Some are just lucky. That, that's probably one of the biggest excuses. Oh, keep those lights up, we're coming back. <laughs> now you know what Calder has to go through. He said that. I didn't. Uh, so, and, and the planet Earth, when you look at some have it, some don't. Actually, the, uh, I've done a little uh, survey on this, uh, and number one reason people have this uh, belief about where they are, luck. It's really interesting. I, I wouldn't have thought that until I went out. I, I kind of re-embodied for a little while, hung out in different cities, and would ask people, you know, so what's, you know, what, what makes somebody fortunate and somebody not? Luck. The other common one is family. Uh, you know, family had money. My family didn't, you know, but uh, you come from money. Uh, education was right up there in the top ten. You have to be educated these days. You have to have not just a, not just a, a university degree or a master's. You have to have, to have a PhD. That's how you make it. Then you're going to be successful. Uh, luck number one. That was, that was so interesting. Um, uh, quite a few of the people in certain regions of uh, the world uh, said it was what uh, spirit, God, Allah, um, whatever bestows on you. It's because you're either good or bad. And therefore, whether it's the angels or some type of weird God or whatever, it's that God you know, giving it back to you because you're a nice person. You follow the rules. Gesundheit. Um, so there's a very interesting perception uh, on the planet uh, of what, uh, what makes it and what doesn't. Uh, are you good? Are you good in the eyes of God and now receiving His favors? It's always a guy. I don't understand that. Weird. So the, the reasons, actually, most of them are, are attached to some type of victim energy. I didn't have a rich family. I didn't have a good education. It's the man. You know that 99% uh, of the population lives suppressed, oppressed. 1% has it all. And they all conspire with the aliens to get even more. <laughs> and they're sucking the blood out of you at night while you sleep. They send little robots that come in and just suck your blood and infiltrate your brain. That was actually more, more commonly noted than what I would have ever thought. But a lot of humans are into this conspiracy. Some have it, some don't. There's how many um, uh, families on the planet control all the wealth and the banks and the farmlands and the public pay toilets. <laughs> they control the public pay toilets on this planet. So the, these are all bullshit excuses, absolute bullshit excuses, irresponsible, macchio all day long. It's their perception, so I guess it's real to a certain extent. There's only one thing. Only one thing. It doesn't matter about your family, your education, your luck, or anything else. It is – I need a drum roll or something. Oh. That's a pretty good drum roll, yeah. Uh, it, it, they'll never get it, by the way, so don't even try. Please don't try. They don't, it's going to be a long while before they get it. But it is your relationship to energy, period. That's it. It's not about luck. It's not about your family or anything else. Your relationship to energy, but your relationship to energy is going to get very distorted uh, and uh, screwed up if you're holding on to a lot of victim energy stuff. If you're holding on to beliefs that somebody else out there is controlling all of it, you know it's actually kind of a 
kind of a fun story for a while. It's the man. It's these 42 families that control all the wealth on the planet. You know, I poked into these families once in a while. You know how incredibly unhappy they are? Uh, miserable. Miserable. And it's all power. Now, uh, you know, it's, a, it's kind of a weird uh, incestuous, not, not a, in a sexual way, but a weird incestuous power. And they keep coming back into these same powerful families, and they're miserable. Well, but that's another story. I'll tell more about that someday. Be happy to. So ultimately, it's about your relationship with energy. And again, don't try to explain this to anybody outside of uh, – they're just not going to understand. And they're going to fight for their victimness. They're going to fight, oh, I didn't have a good education. My, my parents were drunks. Whatever it is, it's all macchio. It's all macchio. So uh, next question, and I'll tie this all together at some point. Next year, maybe. Uh, <laughs> next, next question. At the begin- oh, I love this question. I'm going to really get – some of you are really going to get annoyed. Maybe not here, uh, but some online. So I've got to take Calder's jacket off for this. We're, these are fighting words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacket off. Yeah. Okay. So um, where's there a hanger? Here, here. Here. Would you here. just stand here and wear this like a like <laughs> just put it on the chair? So the, the uh, next question is, how many of you listen to uh, I Am Sleeping, the, the new master's pause, I Am Sleeping? Okay, great. Quite a few. Good. How many of you heard my message, not Caldera, not from the Crimson Circle, my message up front where I said you will be damned to hell if you – I didn't say it quite that way. I wanted to say it that way, but I, where I said, this is for you, and if you, there's not an energy exchange in here, there will be no energy for you. How many of you heard that? Good. Online? Good. How many of you were really annoyed by it? Half of one. Slightly annoyed? How many online? That's a lot. Do you okay. want the one that the hand went up? No, no. no so the question is, I deliberately put that there to annoy some of you. I deliberately put it there to send some of you away. <laughs> no, we have to. We, we cannot go where we're going with a lot of the old macchio. So I deliberately put it there for the sake of annoyance. And uh, the question is, why did I put it there? Why did I put it now than down the microphone? Okay, why did you? And, and it has to be somebody who listened to uh, I Am Sleeping. Okay, let's go here. Again? Sorry. Why did I put it there? Well, to annoy everybody. <laughs> yeah, well, no. I gave you the answer already. I, and yeah. I, you didn't annoy me. I agree with you. Well, why, why did you agree? Because it is not masterly to just steal things. Right. Why? Because it's your relationship to energy, just like exactly. you said. It's not about a moral concept here, because uh, that is inconsequential. It is about your relationship to energy. Okay. Good. Uh, a couple more. Why did I put that there? See. Other oh, than here, just you, to annoy Shambra. There you go. <laughs> Good. Why did I put that there? You needed to state a standard. It was really necessary. Right. It needed to come out in words because uh-huh. there's still humans right, that right. are listening to it. Right. So I honor and respect that. But it annoyed you slightly. Me personally, yes. Why? Because of the 
No. <laughs> it, it was not the money. Um, Edith, did you per- listen to it? Um, part of it, but I... Where'd you get it from? Online. From? May I wish you a Merry Christmas? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Edith? Is it time uh, for I, confessions I just, here, Edith? I didn't really exactly know what to do with it because I didn't Edith, want did to... you go to the Crimson Circle store and order it using your own credit card? No. <gasps> Why not? Why not? And if you say, it's because I couldn't afford it, I'm going to have to ask you to go sit go in the to toilet. The potty. Why not? I just, I didn't think about it. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I think it was very, very um, premeditated. So uh, you didn't pay for it. Uh, how did you get it? I just saw the advertisement for it and watched it a little bit, and then I just went on with what I was doing. You mean you just saw the, what, what do you people call it, the trailer, the commercial, right, the commercial. Right. Oh, that's all you saw? Right. So you didn't watch the whole thing? No, I didn't, Oh, well, that's, that's fine. I, I, we were thinking here that you meant that uh, you got a copy from Mike in front of you sitting in your chair. <laughs> well, no, I didn't. Mike, oh, you didn't. Mike is you want it? better informed. Do you want it? <laughs> yeah. um, well, it would be nice, I guess. Why, why haven't you gotten it? I don't know. Oh. Uh-oh. This is the problem working with humans. You tell them over and over. Okay. Real simple. Never say, I don't know. Anything else goes. But, uh, oh, geez. Oh, I'm having anxiety. You know what it's like when Ascended Master gets anxiety? Universes blow up. <laughs> Boom. They just don't exist anymore. I'm really sorry about that, universe. For Originally, there weren't any, anything but cockroaches in that universe, but, but okay. Uh, Edith, I, I gift it to you. Oh, thank you. That's all you need to say. Aww. That's all you need to say. And in doing so, there is the proper energy exchange. You're not paying for it, but it is coming as a gift. Okay, uh, one more, one more, and this one will move on. Hey, who else had their hand up? I didn't see Who, who else listened to it? <laughs> Yeah, no. Oh. Then, do you really think anybody's going to raise their hand at this point? <laughs> oh my God! Yes, I do. Yes, I do. This is yes. a great audience. Why do you think I, I put that in there? I clearly understand because um, you put your interest and in conscious energy yes. where your interest or level is. Yes. So if you're not there and you listen it, you not only not appreciate it. Right. You don't understand it. Right. And that's a waste of time. It, it is a waste of time. Okay, good. Uh, I put it there in, in terse words. Uh, and again, the, uh, the, the staff, the production team, knew nothing about it. Caldra didn't know about it. And I just, I just put it in there. And it's so important right now. And some, some reacted, oh, this is nasty message that you're putting in there and you're threatening us. No, I'm not. I'm telling you the realities of life. And the reality is, is that energy is here to serve you. And it's the energy that's here is free, it's abundant, and it's easy. And it's here to serve you. But if you're still into your victim consciousness, if you're still stealing, and I don't mean that as a moral value, I'm talking about it as an energy practice. If you are stealing as an energy practice, you are not ready for our next step. I put it in there deliberately to annoy to move some people out, 
to bring up their issues if they choose to continue to go on. Because then if, if it really bothered you, and if you tried to justify it by saying, we're all one and you know, we shouldn't charge for anything, you're not ready for energy. You're not ready to be energy aware, and you're not ready for energy to serve you. I try to make this such a clear point, and I get pretty emphatic about it, for a lot of reasons. Where we're going in this work – I mean, not in the distant future, I mean right now – where we are at, it requires maturity. And maturity comes as you allow the wisdom in. The wisdom, what I call the master, is the accumulated wisdom of all your lifetimes. You, you, the human, have been allowing that in to help balance. So you've got the human who is in experience. That's what the human is for. And the master who brings the wisdom. Now you have the maturity to deal with something so beautiful it is beyond words. And so there's really not a human word for what I have to say next uh, potent, uh, and it's not powerful, but so potent to have energy serving you uh, fearlessly. Fearlessly. So if you still have issues, if you're still ripping things off, again, it's not a moral value. It just means you are not ready. If you still believe you have to get something from somebody else by stealing it, without an energy exchange, without an energy awareness, you're not ready to move on. Most of you are. We've eliminated – we've reduced Machio to less than one percent here now with Chambra. It is truly amazing. There's still – in clapping for yourselves – there's still a little bit of residual Machio, because you almost can't help it, but most of the Machio is gone. You're allowing in the wisdom, and now we go to this next step of true energy awareness, your new relationship with energy. If a person isn't really ready for it, if, there are, if they still hold victim consciousness, and it's like, oh yeah, there's 52 families on the planet that control all the wealth, if you're still into that, if you're still into conspiracies, if you're still into uh, I, I just don't have it. Uh, I never had much luck. Any of that. What comes next with our ventures into energy is going to really hurt. And it's not a threat. It's not witchcraft or black magic or any of the other crap. It is reality. If you, are, if you do not have that maturity, that wisdom, it's going to really hurt. Because suddenly you're dealing with something that is so profoundly beautiful. But yet, if, if, there are, uh, if there are still imbalances in you, it's going to kick your butt like you wished had never happened. I, I wrote a book uh, a, number, uh, a number of years back. I wrote a book to kind of depict this type of stuff uh, – greed, uh, immaturity, spiritual immaturity – and you know the title, Red Lion. And The Red Lion talks about somebody who uh, steals the elixir from, from their master and drinks it, and they're not really ready. Uh, and, and the funny thing is the, uh, they, they kill the master first, and then they drink the elixir, and the master is aware that this is all going to happen uh, and allows themselves to be killed, because it doesn't matter. There really is no life or death. And then from there, uh, Hans, the, the, uh, the student, 
goes through the most hellish of hell situations. He was not ready for what came next, for the energy. And that's why I put that little announcement in there. Maybe in the next one it will be even stronger. So you will be so royally screwed if you do not do a proper energy exchange. Your life will be hell. You think you had a bad up until now? You ought to it's not coming from me. It's coming from those who enter the gates, those who encounter the dragon and choose to go forth. If they are out of balance, it hurts so bad. It, it, incredible. So if any of you are wondering, why do I put things like that in there? It is not. It is not a threat. It is out of compassion that I say, please, don't go any further. Now, Edith, I gifted this to you. You didn't have to give a thing for it. Therein is the energy exchange. That's it. Uh, others of you buy the products, or a lot of it's free, of course. But uh, and so, in a free product, for instance, in a free message like today, there is the. I'll energy exchange already inherent. You don't have to do anything. But if you are asked to pay a certain amount of money, that is the energy exchange required. There are no excuses whatsoever. Whatsoever. That's the human trying to make excuses for their immature energy attitudes. My dear friends, it's all there. All the energy, all the money, Whatever you want, it is already there. You're being released now from what I talked about in the last shout, the destiny of the soul that wasn't going to allow you to really screw up and, and kept you from doing so, even though you fought against it many times. It's all there, and we're ready for that next step for the most part. There, there are some Shambra, there are some Shambra who aren't quite ready, uh, and they'll, they'll find out. They're going to get their their metaphorical fingers burned a little bit on this, but then they'll realize it's time to, time to master up. And then there are a lot who call themselves Shamba, but who really aren't. And they, they don't belong here. They really don't belong here. And I don't mean that in a, in a negative way. They, what, what we're studying now is just not for where they're at. They're still into alchemy. Alchemy was the, one of the biggest jokes I ever played on humanity at the time. And we're going to put some stones in a furnace and throw some sulfur in there and then pee on it and do a song. Well, we did. I told one guy one time. And, and, we're, going to, and we're going to do all these weird things. We're going to chant and sing these songs and, and, and on a full moon. And the suckers believed it. And they went after it. There was a whole alchemy movement back when. Everybody chasing after turning stone or dirt or urine into gold. And it was a great distraction because we had work to do back then. We had to clear them out of the way. The, you know, like the camp trolls, the, 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 the ones who were always hanging around because they love the energy. They love. They love feeding on the energy, so we cleared them, a lot of them out with, with the whole alchemy movement. You know what? You don't need any fire. You don't need any sulfur. You don't need any pee to just bring into your life what you need. It's that simple. And here we are. Is that our Christmas gift? No, your Christmas gift is yourself. 
Christmas. Uh, don't be bringing up Christmas. This is not spiritually correct. You've got to bring in all the other holidays then. Do I care about being spiritually correct? No. Fuck no. <laughs> Okay, a few, a few, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shocking update news. Adamus doesn't give a shit about being spiritually correct. If I did, we wouldn't be here, and we wouldn't be talking about the next huge step in your life. Uh, I believe Crowder wrote it in his recent article uh, and said, you know, and because I, I talked to him about it, I said, you know, bringing you guys into realization was pretty simple because it was going to happen anyway. I'm just, uh, I'm just uh, telling you how it's going to happen and, and reassuring you that it is. Pretty simple. You came into this lifetime with such a conviction for embodied realization that it had to happen. I know the dates. Uh, and it's, it's kind of funny when I look out at you and you're like, oh, am I ever going to make it? Now the date pops up and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so for $100, I'll tell you. I'm not that cheap. A thousand. No. <laughs> so, no. It's for it's your surprise and discovery. So, uh, so anyway, the um, where we have yeah, just Caldra flew off somewhere. Get back here, Caldra. <laughs> Keep channeling. So, so that was the easy part. Uh, the realization. You're all going to have it. Uh, hopefully, you'll have it. Sooner than later. Hopefully, you don't do the Tobias thing. Wait till three days before you die, and then have it. And then, oh, I got three days on the planet of being enlightened. Let's just do it now. But that was the easy part. All I had to do was a little distraction, a few jokes, and some cussing once in a while, uh, and yeah, then it just happens. You slide into it. But you guys made it really tough. You said, uh, "But wait, not just enlightenment in this lifetime." We're going to stay here. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so I have things to do. I've got to go fishing in my imaginary pond. And, I, uh, and then you insisted. You said, no, we, we want to stay here. By the way, embodied realization is not my term, it's yours. I'm like, why don't you take dead realization? <laughs> I, easier, you know. To, you're like, no, embodied realization. <laughs> Your term. So I had to go back to the Ascended Masters Club and back into my drawing room, my, I would call it my energy design room. And it's like, God, they want to stay. I ran around and consulted a few of the other Ascended Masters, and they're all like, hey, I, I left uh, 20 minutes after my enlightenment. Uh, great, thanks. Uh, somebody else said, well, it was, uh, I left uh, at about uh, 30 days. I, I paid off my bills and told my family where to go, and, and I left. And <laughs> said, this isn't helping much. I, finally, I went to Kathumi, and I said, Kathumi, you stayed for a while. I said, yeah. What would you do? I said, well, I got up out of my hospital bed, and uh, I just started walking. I'm, this isn't going to help a lot, because these days, you, you, you know, this is modern. Uh, this is a different time, Kathumi. These days, you can't just get up and start walking. You gotta have a credit card, right, Merch? You gotta have a credit card and a passport. You start walking, you hit the border, they're gonna tear gas you <laughs> and beat you on the head. You know, uh, it's just, you know, it's 
Donald, but uh, <laughs> you're not going to get very far. Uh, and then they're going to lock you up in, in, a, in a jail, and you're going to end up like Tobias, died in prison. And then, you know, had his realization, died in prison. So I said, it's, no, guys, none of you have it. You just, damn, the Schomburg group, what a challenge. They say they want to stay. Oh, it suddenly occurred to me. Actually, it occurred to me about 500 years ago, but I like playing the game that, you know, it suddenly occurred. I, oh, this is it. They have got to understand energy. If they're going to stay, they need to understand how energy works, because otherwise they're going to be so lost. Otherwise they're going to be, they're going to be poor, they're going to be broke, their bodies are going to fall apart on them. we got to go for energy. So I sat down at my huge desk and, and started working on energy designs, playing around with them, started working on the curriculum for when we would get to this point. It's all about energy. But not in the old bullshit way of defining energy, not in the woo-woo way of energy. That's where I designed my Adamus physics. And I recently got a Nobel Peace Prize for my Adamus physics. I gave it to myself. It was, <laughs> it was an illusion, but damn was that good. Um, no, I actually venture to say – and Calder doesn't want to say this, but I'm going to – uh, I venture to say that what we're discovering about the physics of energy is eventually going to make its way into mainstream. You know, a lot of stuff we talked about ten years ago showing up in TV ads, and they're not paying us for it. Damn it! Uh, it's showing up. Uh, other people are teaching kind of, kind of diluted versions of it. But anyway, what we're doing now with energy is eventually going to find its way into science, and somebody's going to get a Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, or, or science or whatever it is that they, they, they get uh, based on what we're doing right here, because it is revolutionary. Let's take a deep breath for that. And I've been talking about this lately in some of the uh, what you call workshops or gatherings. Actually, actually, they're incubators. Uh, I don't know why you guys call it workshops. What we're doing is when we gather in a, a small group. Uh, whether it's 30 or 80 or whatever, we are incubating, birthing, and then uh, opening up whole new concepts. Uh, Great! New name for our events. I love it. Well, I don't know if anybody would sign up for an incubator. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah. But no, this is what we're doing, is we're, we're germinating. Would you want to sign up for a germination? Uh, no, probably not. No, as long no. as it's not artificial. <laughs> yeah. So, what we're doing is we bring ideas, uh, concepts, consciousness that Schomburg is ready for. We bring them in there. We also do it in Kihok, and then eventually bring it to here. We've been talking lately about a lot about energy. Energy has got to be your friend going forward uh, in your embodied enlightenment. It's got to be your friend. So start doing it now. Uh, I'll go into detail on this later, but energy is your friend. And the reality is that <sighs> I'm having a conversation with Caldra. He lost. The <laughs> I'm going to say something here that I cannot fully explain right now, but we will come to it. Um, I talked about it in, in one recent gathering uh, at Villa Amio. 
we went into detail, but the fact is that everything you perceive, everything you perceive, without any exceptions other than maybe half of one, is all yours. You look out under the stars at night, you are just perceiving yourself. That's it. You look at the food that you're going to eat later, you're not perceiving anything outside of you that is all you. All you. And I'll get into more of this later, but it's not the, the purpose of being here today. Energy is your friend because it's all yours. Everything you perceive, a car driving by, that is not outside of you and it's not somebody else. It is your perception. That's it. What we're here today to do today, though, is to welcome the sense of energy, the ability to be aware of energy. It is an angelic sense, um, for lack of better words. It is an innate sense that you have, but it has not been used by you as a human for a long time because of your human senses. Block it out. You think that what you see is real. There is a way of sensing energy, and it's going to be very difficult to explain it, so in just a moment we're just going to do it. And then you're going to get really confused, and you're going to get it into your head, and then we're going to have to stop, and we're going to have to take a deep breath and dive into it again until, well, like the story I told before of our the dear friend who was crossing over to be an Ascended Master, until all of a sudden one day you just get it. It's like, oh! Yeah, the sense of energy that doesn't run through my brain, doesn't go through my eyes. It is a sense. It is a way of perceiving reality. Let's take a deep breath with that. Energy is neutral. It's all neutral. It has no force to it. And we've talked about this a thousand times. It has no power to it. It is not it does not have a bias. It is not negative or positive. It is just there. It's neutral. Energy is there because of consciousness. It is the kind of the consciousness's gift, the I am's gift to itself. Energy, all energy, is already within you. There is nothing outside of you. That's a huge revelation for a lot of people because they've lived their life assuming most energy is outside. I have been with some of you when you have sat at night, laid on your back and looked up at the stars and said, that's a huge universe. Actually, no, it's not. And, and it's, none of it is outside of you. And then the mind and the eyes jump in and say, but that's big. That's 40 billion light years away. No, it's not. It absolutely is not. It's actually right here. Once you start understanding that, you'll start understanding the way energy is here to serve you. You'll stay on this planet as an embodied master and just glide through, because energy is going to be working for you, not opposing you. In Kihak, we have talked quite a bit about energy fears. As much as people want energy, they're actually fearful of it. They're actually fearful of getting more of what they already have in their life. Some people assume if they get energy, suddenly life gets better. No, it just gets more energized to whatever your issues and your imbalances are. That's all. So 
whether people do it consciously or not, they limit energy in their life because they can't handle what's already there. They're coping with uh, physical and mental imbalances, bad relationships, uh, bad ancestors, everything else. They don't want more of the same, so they limit their energy. There is something very uh, matter of fact, I'd love when uh, some Chambre psychologists start working with their regular clients about energy fears. Energy fears. And at first it sounds like, well, fear of energy? What? No, huge energy fears. So the fact is that <clears throat> energy is neutral, it has no power to it, it has no size, it is not light. I, I would like you to get over this having to see energy as light rays of light, little sprinkles of light, or sound. It is not. And again, like the story I told at the beginning of the Shoud, uh, the poor friend coming over to the Ascended Masters Club, he's like, oh, there's nothing here. But then realizing there's everything here, everything. But it just isn't perceived through human senses and the human mind. Without further ado, let's put on some music and adjust the lights. And let's take this back for a moment. Let's acknowledge this ability, this awareness of energy. You have many angelic senses, the sense of unity that allows you to see everything as a single picture rather than fragments that it really is. The sense of uh, love sense of compassion. These are the angelic senses that we've talked about. But I've waited to now to talk about your energy sense. Let's take a good deep breath. And I'm going to ask you to close your eyes now, because the eyes are the greatest deceiver of reality. The eyes are directly connected to the brain. The eyes, by the way, are not uh, part of what would call, somebody would call an evolutionary process. The rest of biology uh, has a lot to do with evolution or devolution. Oddly enough, the eyes are not. There's no way that they could have evolved the way they did faster than basic biology. No way. I should tell you something about the beauty of the eyes, but also about the deception of the eyes. You have the ability to sense energy, and it doesn't need to have a smell to it. It doesn't need to have a sound to it. And it doesn't go through the human mind. The mind could not possibly understand it. There's no qualia. There's no association. The mind would search for it, but it, it's like, it tastes like chicken, and there's nothing there. That's frustrating to the human, but you have the wisdom of the Master. So let's take a deep breath and just allow the ability to sense energy. Wow. Remember, the human, the human does not 
have the resources to do this on their own. You, you, don't, you can't do it through your mind. So right now it's imperative to simply allow the and of the Master. Energy is all around you, in neutral. It's not dancing. It's not blinking lights. None of that. Energy is all around you. It's all yours. It doesn't belong to the person sitting next to you. It's all yours. You're not going to necessarily feel a physical reaction to it. Don't feel. Don't go searching that it has to have bolts of electricity or anything. No color. Let all these limitations go. Remember what I say about energy. It's the song of the soul. Energy, if you were to Put any label on it. Energy is simply communication, but a communication without song, without sound, without force. That's the soul's compassion and joy coming back for the pleasure of the soul. It's all it is. And none of it is outside of you. None of it. It's all yours. As far as the eye can see, or the day or the night, or as small as you can perceive something to be through the human mind, it's all yours. It's just energy. It has been waiting and waiting to serve you. That's all. And how you have run from it, how you have avoided it, how have you been afraid of it? It's been waiting to serve you. How have you tried to rationalize it and research it and study it? I spit on that. How you've tried to justify it, how you've tried to get your little fair share of it. So much of the depression that occurs in humanity today, so much of it is because of their bad relationship with energy. You can do all the studies you want, you know, about you know, all the medications you want about depression, when you go out of grace with energy, you'll get depressed. People actually who work with their hands and work hard with their hands, farmers, for instance, a much lower incidence of depression. And one would conclude that, well, it's because they're in nature or they don't have to think a lot. No actually, because they're more energy aware. They're not thinking about it, not intellectually. They're just 
working with energy. The awareness of energy, the ability to be aware of energy in a non-physical form without particles, atoms, molecules, waves, color, sound, the ability to be aware of the presence of energy is innate to your soul. Take a deep breath and just feel it for a moment. Your eyes and your human senses have been perceiving energy as designs, as a telephone pole, as a stop sign, as an automobile, as a house. They've been perceiving energy designs. But that's not your relationship with energy, that's your perception of energy. You say, but how come this is all mine? How come I see a telephone pole and the person next to me sees a telephone pole? It's because there is such a gravity on this planet of mass consciousness, an agreement that you're all going to perceive generally the same thing. But that is being shattered right now. Remember earlier in the session, I said at the Ascended Masters Club, we pass out a menu for dinner so that we all have a perception of eating the same thing, the common agreement. But there it's conscious and deliberate here on Earth. People do it unconsciously. Let's go back to the ability to sense energy. It doesn't mean seeing a stop sign or tasting chocolate ice cream. Those are reactions and perceptions, but there's a thing called your energy sense. It's not about having to do anything with it. You're not going to have to go do anything with it. It's just acknowledging that you have the ability to sense energy. Let's, let's take a deep breath for a moment. Let's just stop the music. Bring up the stage lights a little bit. Okay. What do I, what do I get here uh, from everybody online, from you? Scattered, very scattered all over the place. What the hell is he talking about? That's okay, actually. This is, to the mind, very confusing, and the mind is going to be all over the place. Some of you were thinking about what you have to do tomorrow. I mean, really? You're here? You're worried about what you're going to do tomorrow? That's okay. We're just starting to acknowledge, acknowledge energy, the, the, the fact that you have the ability to sense it. Not to do anything with it right now, but this whole process uh, for embodied enlightenment, staying on the planet, starts with sensing the energy. Don't look for a physical reaction. Some of you are trying to feel it, uh, and you're going back to old ways. This is totally different than anything you've done. None of you, some of you are claiming, oh, I've done this before. That's Machio. That's real Machio. Uh, You haven't. This is brand new for everyone. 
You've never done anything like it before. So just erase that. Let that go. So you're not don't keep doing the qualia thing because your your mind is trying to associate. Let it go. This is new in terms of the human experience, yet it is an original, an innate um, soul sense, uh, angelic sense. So let's take a deep breath and just clear everything. Clear everything, and we'll dive back into it. Let it come to you now. Let this ability to be aware of energy, the energy sense, and we're not doing anything with it. We're not activating it. We're not inflating it like a balloon. It is the ability to be aware of energy. No physical reaction, no mental association, but yet it's if you let it come through, particularly that master part of you, let it come through, suddenly you're going to, whether it's today or in a week or a year, you suddenly have the, I get it. It's energy and it's all around. It's not the breeze of air. It's not, it's not a smell. That, those are interpretations of energy. So let's take a deep breath and this time just allow. Back to the music, please. At the beginning of the day, I said, I love coming around, hanging around with you, because you make things so complex in a very limited way. It's like living in a tiny, tiny little, like a thimble, a tiny little thimble living inside of that. But boy, have you made it complex. <laughs> That's good. That's fun. Not. Let's take a deep breath and just allow now. That's all you do. And by the way, don't force allowing. Allowing is allowing. Just okay. I let it. I allow it. There's so much right now. It's beyond human comprehension, mental comprehension. So you just allow it, and then answers come from a whole different place. The ability to be aware of energy. Is a natural sense of the soul. And the soul doesn't define it in volume or weight, nor power, nor color. It doesn't have to attach an image to it or a physical sensation. These things may come at some time, but right now, allow yourself to sense energy. And if you find yourself overthinking, just take a deep breath and allow. It'll come back, this original sense.
as this sense of energy awareness comes back, the human mind is going to try to say, oh, there's more energy over here and less over here. The human mind is going to say, oh, this feels like good energy and that feels like bad. So you take a deep breath and you realize that's just the mind noise because energy doesn't have density. It doesn't have good or bad. I like to say there's no good or bad energy. There's just good or bad people. As you stay here on Earth as embodied beings, you develop a whole new relationship with energy. I say new, but it's actually really not new. It's your essence. It's your core. It's where you came from. It's been forgotten for eons of time, but it's really not new. When I say energy is here to serve you, it's not somebody else's energy, not, not some great big energy field uh, off in the other realms. These are such human concepts. Energy is here to serve you. It's all yours. to anybody else. None of it. Well, this would be a subject for great speculation amongst Chambra and a lot of Machio. Everything you perceive, every energy design is yours. All of it. could go walking through a field of strawberries tomorrow and think about how beautiful and how tasty and visually stunning all this is and think that this is something outside of you. It's not. It's yours. All your energy or your perception. But let's go back to what we're really doing here, taking a deep breath and just allowing the ability to be aware of the presence of energy. It is an angelic sense. There's nothing that can be studied or even improved upon. It is just something that you allow onto your palate of human experience. palette up to now has been pretty limited to size and color and time and biology and emotion. These have been the things on the palette of your human life. 
Now, let's put a few other things, starting with awareness of energy. Again, please, you're not trying to do anything with it right now. We're just coming to the awareness of energy, your energy. That's it. and allow. Allow it to come to the palate of human experience. When you told me that you were planning to stay on this planet, after your realization, I told you you were crazy. And I told you, I warned you, I said, you know, very few have done it. They've all kind of, you know, the other ascended masters, they've all kind of left. Oh, there wasn't anything else for them to do. It wasn't very fun in, in the old energy dynamic. But I guess Tobias must have pump some sort of joy juice into all of you, because you said, no, we want to stay. We want to stay on this planet as true masters. I said, then we need to understand energy. Because well, without that, you'll still have a lot of the same old struggles. Without that real understanding of energy, what it is, where it comes from, what it does, without that, you're going you're gonna to live in such kind of um, such a juxtaposition life, such a contradictory life, on being realized, but yet not having the energy for your biology, for your needs. You know, some of you have had lifetimes in India. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Very spiritual, partially enlightened. But yet, where's the energy? What's an energy denial in some of these cultures? Where's the energy? for a healthy body, for a good house, a good car, money, travel. That's what we're doing now. Let's take a good deep breath, good deep breath, as we put the sense of energy on the palate. Remember, it's, it's just the ability to sense, to be aware of energy. We're not going to do anything with it right now. Actually, never will. You're just going to realize that it's always there, and it's always serving you. Let's take a good deep breath on this beautiful day.
celebrating what you call the holidays, end of the year. Shit, we made it through another year. <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> we better celebrate because it might be our last one. But with that, dear Jumper, I have to say no. We've, we've got a lot to do together going forward. And, and I go back to my statement about making the statement uh, and, and then in this latest product, uh, Master's Pause Sleeping, very deliberate. And I'll make it again and again in different places. If you are still immature, uh, spiritually immature, whatever you want to call it, you still don't have that wisdom in your life. You're still blocked up in your head. Where we're going is no place for you. Not at all. If you, if you still are manipulating energies, Crimson Circle is not the place for you. If you are truly allowing all the wisdom, you're allowing the human to rejoice in experience combined with the wisdom of the Master, then energy is here for you. And where we're going is just the place you need to be. So with that, I wish you the merriest of the holiday seasons on this earth. I'm going to be um, popping in here and there, but I, I'm, I like this time of the year. I'm going to be uh, traveling around the world uh, doing kind of human things. So and I may encounter some of you on the street or at a restaurant somewhere. That's, no, that's no, not a threat. I'm, I, I, I didn't mean it that way. I, I mean, I'm just, oh, humans. With that, remember. All is well in all of your energy. I am Adamas. Thank you. And so it is. So I invite each of us to just take a moment to take that good deep breath and feel into this information, this sense of energy. It's only the beginning, according to Adamus. We're going to go a lot further with this. So take the good deep breath and allow it for you. Thank you for being here at the Crimson Circle Connection Center for our beautiful holiday, wonderful celebration. Thank you for this incredible live audience, so brave, willing to take that mic on and go with Adamus. Thank you to our staff and for everyone listening in, and a special thanks to Jeffrey Hoppy Kaudra for being so bold and daring to channel Adamas. Thank you. Happy holidays. I hope that everyone has an incredible celebration season. We'll be back the first Saturday of January. Thank you. Happy holidays. Be forgotten, never brought to mind. Should old acquaintance be forgot in the days of old lane sign? Old lane sign, my dear, for old lane sign will take a cup.
cup of kindness yet in the days of Kindness yet in the days of old, please.